What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast. I am Matt Primo, joined by Chris Norman. How are you, sir? Uh, making it, man. Hello, everyone. You know, every time I, I I say to myself, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn shit off, but it never happens. You know, even two years into doing this shit, I'm still struggling most most times. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just exist today, man. I just exist, uh, guys. This is episode ninety seven, and we are here to talk about the Game Awards show, the the winners of some of the uh, the big. The big awards, and then we're also going to talk about the uh, the big reveals and announcements. Uh, I don't know which I liked more, some of the announcements or some of the awards that got passed out. We're here to talk about um, all of that. Yeah, I'm kind of mixed and matched myself, man. Some good, some bad in both categories, so let's weed through the shit. Exactly. We're not going to talk about every single announcement. We're not going to talk about every single award, although I do have like 75% of the awards wrote down here. But still, nonetheless, we're not discussing some of the miscellaneous awards. Uh, but the, uh, the the game award reveals the announcements. We're just going to go back and forth, basically, like we always do when we do these uh, recap episodes. And we're just going to talk about the uh, the games that intrigued us the most. So, yeah, let's uh, let's jump into this episode, sir. Uh, we'll start with our playlist first, as always. What have you been watching? By the way, so you're you're going to be I haven't I haven't talked to you in a couple weeks. This past week I've been watching something and uh talk to you about it in a second. What have you been watching? All right. Oh, hey, you're gonna leave me on like that and then pass the buck to me. Okay, cool. I'm just, I'm just gonna caress <laughs> caress the penis a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Uh let's see. Still been keeping up with my hero. Um I normally like to wait until three or four episodes of a show come out. And then I like to just spend about an hour and a half getting caught up, but I can't seem to do that with my hero because it's just so damn good this year. But did you watch the uh, last episode that came out on Sunday? I most certainly did, sir. I have not. Yes. So we cannot talk about it. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Yep. Yep. No. Oh God! Watch it! Watch it now! Watch <laughs> it now! Yeah. Um, so good. Last thing it I is. saw was uh, Deku going one hundred percent. And then getting his arm bit. And then old dude, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're, in for, you're in for a pretty solid 22 minutes when you get back to that. Ooh, I like, I like uh, 22 minutes. Yes, indeed. Uh, but pretty much just that. Obviously, it's still football season. I started watching, um, uh, re-watching that time I got reincarnated as a slime because I just randomly thought about that show and i had a little bit of downtime and got into it and then couldn't stop so that's about it nothing super special outside of my hero my hero is so special god it's so good it's it's making up for that that crappy last season i told you uh so yeah i've been i've been watching my hero as well i'm all caught up i'm all oh excuse me i'm caught up until this newest episode that just dropped i was Plan on watching it day it came out, but got really busy at work, and then couldn't do it yesterday because same thing. Uh, Chainsaw Man. I'm also just one episode behind that, and that show is really good, really really good. And uh, I'm going to start that very soon, dude. I'm telling you, I, I was talking to yep. Chris about it on the uh, on last week's episode. I was like, dude, it's got like this high school DXD vibes to it, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it does, like. It's not quite up to that level, but you 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 get those those influences 
in uh in this anime and you, you'll know it when you see it trust me okay yeah no i'm excited I, I honestly i meant to start watching it when we talked about it two weeks ago and then kind of left my brain so I'm, I'm definitely gonna pick it up at some point soon you know i've been looking at my my anime rankings list mm-hmm. chainsaw man i mean granted i haven't watched a ton of anime so chainsaw man's already in my top 10 um I need to finish high school DXD because that obviously I was loving that. I just need to that that'll end up being pushed up. Um, I'm probably going to push up Dragon Ball Z. I mean, that that dude, like, even with the filler, that show is still fucking good. I don't care what anybody says. And uh, SAO. I, I don't know, man, like the more I think about that show. I, I think I do love Demon Slayer just a tad bit more. It's just more consistent for me really yeah and i don't know it like when you think about sao like uh nick was talking in the uh, discord yesterday about sao and yes this is our normal talk about sao on every fucking episode you know it used to be no, it, it's fine and, we're we're getting it out of the way early it's all good <laughs> you know it used to be dark souls in every single episode now it's sao in every single episode yeah well um, that's all right so season one is obviously the best season of anime of all time for me that I've seen. I think it drops off with GGO. I mean, GGO is still a great, great season, but it's not, not as good. Okay. But that's a testament to how great season one is. And then you got ordinal scale, which is my favorite anime movie of all time. That movie is fucking dope. And then you got the subsequent seasons after that alcization war of the underworld. And I just feel like it drops off just, a lot from there and to me if i'm ranking something based off of what i love the most uh, up to this point uh, demon slayer doesn't have as many episodes as uh sao does so there's a little thing right there but i i do think like i'm reading the manga for demon slayer and i fucking love it dude like everything about it i love so i think i'm going to move demon slayer I- i'm gonna wait for season three to come out which by mm-hmm. the way, everybody is coming out in April. So yes, yes, so fucking mm. increased blood flow, <laughs> right? Hello there. Well, hello, young sir. <laughs> nice to see you on this uh, fine morning. <laughs> I didn't think you existed. I'm in such a bad mood today, but nice. All right. Tip of the cap to you. <laughs> and we're back. All right. <laughs> uh. Yeah, fuck. Guys, I have limited sleep. I'm just gonna, I'm fucking delirious. But anyways, Demon Slayer, really fucking good. And I'm waiting for season three to come out, which comes out in April. They're also releasing a movie uh, that recaps the last two episodes of season two, plus the season premiere of season three. They're making it some fucking movie. I'll probably end up skipping that, but it, it that's what's going to happen if y'all are interested in it. Uh, so Demon Slayer, I'm waiting for season three to come out, and I will make that distinction on whether it moves to number one or not. But season one of Sao is still the greatest season of all time. That will never, that will never change. So book it until you watch the Grand Magic Games arc in Fairy Tale, which I'm glad you brought that up, sir. Yeah, I... segue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm air high fiving you. Nice. <laughs> nice oh you're I, uh, so good at accidental segues lately i love it we are we are i uh i just started the uh the tournament so 
They're, yes. Uh, so the tournament hasn't actually started yet. They're doing the uh, the training. Uh huh. So I'm I'm getting there, sir. I've I've already watched it. I'm fucking I'm I'm into it, and I love how they went to the uh, to uh, Lucy's. You know her magic uh, other world. The uh, the fucking what what are they called? Lucy's other world. Yeah, you know where her 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 magic her her people she summons. Oh oh yeah yeah the um oh Jesus Christ like the cosmic world uh what's yeah. it called yeah, yeah that place yeah. So they went there and they're like, oh yeah, well now, now it's time to go training. Oh no, your training has ended. <laughs> <laughs> it's been three months in this world since you've been in here for like an hour. All right, so timeline. That's right after Tenro Island and the time skip, correct? And then they, yeah, all right. Yeah, once you get into the Grand Magic, the Grand Magic Games is my favorite arc of the whole show, but the show itself is just elevated probably triply from this point on. Like it, there's there's one semi filler arc in there, but it's not nearly as bad as that stupid clock tower bullshit. Yeah, I skipped. But that. yeah, the Grand Magic Games is the pinnacle of the show to me. But the the show itself, from here on out, is just a straight montage of awesome. I'm so happy that you're doing it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Ex- yeah, yeah. It's the uh, Tenro Island. Then it's the uh, the seven year thing, and then it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, clock tower bullshit, Lucy's father shit. I, I don't know. It's it's a whole bunch of bullshit that I didn't fuck. It was it was fucking stupid. I didn't watch it. I skipped it. Yep. It was it that was, one was it was very strategically placed though because they put the lowest part of the show right before the pinnacle of the show. Like it's it's kind of like um, kind of like what my hero seems to have done. Kind of like Garlic Junior Saga right before the Android Saga. Yep. 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 <laughs> I have noticing a trend. That. Let me phrase that. It's the Frieza saga, which was fucking great. And then they do the Garlic Jr. saga, which was fucking abysmal. <laughs> then they did, they bring in Trunks and the Android saga, which was fucking fantastic. It sure was. You know, when you think about Dragon Ball Z, even with the filler, you know, it was good. I mean, it was good up until the Garlic Jr. saga. But like you said, after the Garlic Jr. saga, tell me that show doesn't fucking skyrocket. In terms of quality, past quality. oh no, yeah, for sure. So I think you might be onto something, sir. I think you might be onto something. Noticing a trend with these Japanese people, I, I don't. <laughs> Let's give them something shitty, so they think everything <laughs> is great. They got me. Oh, they got me. But but yes, I'm uh, I am in the process of watching Fairy Tail. I'm watching like a couple episodes here and there. Uh, it's kind of hurt my my 2022 movie release watch schedule, but. Hey, I mean, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. You got to knock off anime, you know? That's my personal apology to the Surfing the Stream Network. My bad, guys. <laughs> so, uh, Sorry, not group. sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> so uh, on the movie front, I watched uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, which is on Netflix. Uh, my brother and I will be reviewing that on on Surfing the Stream, which is our movie review podcast that you can go check out. You can also find us on Facebook as well. Um, watched uh, Highlander for the first time ever. That's also going to be part of our Surfing the Stream review. Uh, we're doing. You said for the first time ever. Yep, never seen it. Oh, I bet for the first time at thirty, that was horrible, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. 
Yes. That, uh, is, that is definitely a movie that you should have saw in the 80s. <laughs> that's something you watch when you're 13. Yep, that's... <laughs> e. I bet that did not age well at all. So, I can't wait to listen to that, though. So, funny thing is, Nick was talking all kinds of shit in our Discord, which, by the way, guys, y'all can go to patreon.com slash 2game, join us in any of those tiers, and you get access to the Discord where all of our shenanigans happen and all the voting and all that shit for all of our content. Anyways, Nick was talking talking shit on the Discord saying, how could you, you know, don't fucking say any blasphemy towards uh, Highlander. And then he texts me like later that night. He goes, dude, uh, this movie is not what I remembered it to be. <laughs> so bad now. So bad now. <laughs> I was like, dude, I, I don't know. Man. I kind of feel like a dick because this, I, I don't think it's all that great. <laughs> I think it's an hour and 40 minutes. I'm never getting back. Oh, yep. it's two hours. Two hours. That's if you finish it. <laughs> <laughs> so there are parts of that movie that are good. It's just, dude, it, it's a product of the 80s. I, I don't want to spoil my review for Surfing the Stream, but it, it's it's a product of the 80s. That's that's pretty much all it is. And it's just yeah. super fucking cheesy. Super cheesy. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I, uh, I also watched the movie Amsterdam. Well, I didn't finish the movie Amsterdam because it just wasn't my cup of tea. And then I also did not finish Elvis as well. Not my That is not what I thought it was going to be. So I thought Elvis, which was getting great reviews, I thought that movie was going to be more along the lines of like Walk the Line with Joaquin Phoenix. It is not. This this movie is like fucking left field <laughs> kind of storytelling. Oh. And I watched probably about 20 minutes of it. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> She's going to put this on the list of I did not like. And then the last movie that I watched was a rewatch of Avatar, which I have a 25-minute review coming up this week before the uh, the sequel drops. So y'all can go to Surfing the Stream and check that out as well. I can't wait to watch that sequel. Okay. All right. So y- do you like Avatar? I do. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get made fun of by random people throughout the course of history for saying that, but I like Avatar a lot. I was all up into it and I absolutely so, love it. So you left me hanging in the Discord to fend for myself amongst all the supporters who fucking hate Avatar. Not intentionally. Not intentionally. I have a very bad habit of not looking at my phone for 36 hours at a time. You fucked me, sir. You fucked me. My bad. Well, not a good one. Mm, well, okay. That's <laughs> sorry then. <laughs> I'm defending myself and they're all uh, it's like me against the world. It You've seen Game of well, Thrones, right? Here we go. Rest of Discord. Avatar is not bad. I don't know what all was said and what all was said about it, but Chris likes it too. Primo's not alone. All right. We'll be stupid on our island together. I appreciate that. You you've seen Game of Thrones, right? Oh yeah. Okay. So you know when Jon Snow uh it's like towards the is it the the season before last? It's like it's just him standing in the battlefield and everybody else is running towards him and he just pulls out a sword. Oh, was that was that you? Yeah, was that was it, me on the Discord. <laughs> oh, was it was it Jon Snow or was it Aragorn at Mordor? What what Who, me? I was Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I I can't, I can't begin to think of myself as Aragorn. <laughs> yeah, no, I watched my brother take that arrow, and I knew I was going to die. That's what it was. That's 
I say I never thought our, our an avatar <laughs> discussion would lead to that, but it was great. It was fantastic. I like it. So Avatar, like I said, twenty five minute review coming up this week, and that is just me on that on that episode. It's nobody else. I think after rewatching it, you know the the people shit on the story, which deservedly so. The story, well, is, yeah, that's it's, fair. It's been done a million times, but dude, that movie still looks fucking amazing. And it came out in 2009. It looks better than Marvel <coughs> that came out this year. I, I mean, yeah, I believe that. But I highlight all that in the review. I talk about the budget compared to some of the Marvel budgets of this year. And uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend uh, going to check that out. But I'm I'm biased. You know, I, I created it. So it is what it is. <laughs> as far as listening, sir, I know you don't listen to a ton of music. Uh, anything you've been checking out? Mm-mm. Nope, I'm going to forward that one back on to you. I, I plead the football. But I'm about to listen to a lot more music because football season is <sighs> unfortunately es- essentially over for me in one league. Thank you, Primo, for winning last night, you dick. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, beat me uh, one, you beat me in one uh, league. Yeah, I did. Sorry about that. I would, I would trade that victory for you losing in the other one, though, if it makes you feel any better. That's... That I way, have, you know, <laughs> I have a, uh, I, you know, I don't want to start any fights right here, but I'm in another league. <laughs> what? You're in another league? Oh, we already talked about it. It's fine. I've coped. I've coped. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I was playing against my mother-in-law, and it was it's the week before the playoffs. And dude, when I tell you, I demolished her. <laughs> hey, I, I had my that... yeah. You better bring a good dessert to Christmas. Right? I had my best game, and the best part of of that is the fact that I left uh, Evan Ingram on my bench in that league. And he scored 44 points. Yeah. Oh, he must have a bonus. He got a 39 in our league. That's crazy. Were you mad that I played him in that? Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. Oh, yeah. I, I had no tight end because mine was on a buy, so I literally picked him up off the waiver wire, and dude gives me a 40. I was like, I bet Primo's going to murder me. I, I bet. <laughs> yeah. he, he hasn't done shit all year, and then all nope. of a sudden. Uh, but, yeah, I, I smoked a dude. Like, I beat her by, like, 50 points, something like that, and that's with him on my bench. Oh, my God. So, that's, yeah, you... Smack that ass. <laughs> Pre-playoffs, man, it's always the weirdest week. It sucks, <laughs> and it's, sometimes it's awesome. But uh, somebody was talking to me last night, and I was like, man, I can't be that mad. Like, literally a hundred things had to go wrong, and they all did. And I finished the season as with the third highest overall score, and I missed the playoffs. Like, how pissed can you really be about that? Like, I'm, I'm upset. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but... Whatever. Chips fall as they may. <laughs> right. <laughs> so for me, uh, what were we going to say? No, no, no. I was a tangent. It's all good. It can wait. It's not why we're here. <laughs> uh, so for listening for me, it is end of the year. So I am listening to a bunch of different music. I'm looking at like top 10 list. So I'm trying to grab some music from that. And it's just so much fucking music. So much music. Uh, this is kind of like my favorite time of the year, but also like my most hated time of the year <laughs> as well. 
as I'm trying to prepare for these these episodes that are coming out at the beginning of next year. Uh, I've been listening to some Gojira, uh, some Fit for a King, such a good album. Uh, Thousand Below, that's one of the albums that I just started, like I barely listened to and I'm like interested in it. Uh, Wolves at the Gates, I thought when I listened to the first two songs, I was like, bruh, this could be like top five of the year. And then I listened to the rest of the album and I'm like, eh, I need to listen to it some more. Need to listen to it some more. Not going to crown it a top 10 just yet. Uh, been listening to The Devil Wears Prada, trying to figure out what my number one is for this year. And uh, a new band called Wet Leg, which I put that up for vote in, in the Discord. It's a sh- strange band. Strange band. It's it's a chick band. They're from they're from the UK. Uh, indie rock is what I would consider them. And uh, with some pop aspects in it. And at times, I'm like, dude, this fucking band rocks. And then at other times, I'm like, did did a five year old write this song? <laughs> um, Was it like a you say indie rock with pop from the UK? I'm thinking like a mixture of like Green Day and Flogging Molly. Is that anywhere close? No. All right. I don't think so. It, it, it might. I'm, have I'm just gonna have to hear it then. Yeah, it might have some of those influences. I, I think it leans more towards like Avril Lavigne. Oh, oh, so Poppy Poppy. All right. Yeah. Like it, it's definitely there's definitely some rock aspect, but it, it leans. Uh-huh. Aspect of it, I think. Okay, but that's my interesting. My, that's with my limited exposure with them. Yeah, no, I got you. No, uh, I was just trying to get a, get a feel for what you were talking about. That's all. Now going into our playlist for what we've been playing, sir. I've only been, I've only played Forbidden West here lately. I I got to that point where you get like a thousand different side quests, and mm-hmm. I'm fucking overwhelmed. Yep. Uh, so I am slowly, slowly. I don't think I'll ever finish this game. I don't think I ever will. But I'm uh, I'm trying my best, guys. I'm trying my best. Eventually, I will talk about other games. Dude, take your time. Enjoy it. That's what a game is meant for. Right. What about you, sir? I know you've been uh, playing Persona 5. I have put 60 hours into Persona 5 Royal in three weeks. And, oh my god. Uh, listen, Tyler has been telling me for like four years that if I ever played this game, it would just be transcendent, essentially. And he was not wrong, man. It it has, first and foremost, I, I almost played it on, when you let me borrow your PS4. I almost bought it so I could play it when we were talking about it back then. And I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have been able to just binge it the way I have on my Switch. I would have had to done it segmented and it would have pissed me off to have to stop because you just never want to stop. But to that point, I don't know why it took them so long to port this game over for the Switch because playing it on the Switch feels like the game was made for the Switch. Like it is the perfect Switch game. Um, dude, it just has it has elements of all of my favorite games essentially it, it has if you picked apart the best elements of all the games that i've talked about with you that i would call my favorite or even my like my top five or top ten or whatever it's just got upgraded versions of all of those elements in it it's got everything i'm uh i i i think i'm going to start it at the beginning of next year after i get all these uh Top ten episodes for the movies and the the games. Mm-hmm. 
the uh the music and whatnot. I think I'm going to start. I'm gonna try to play some Xenoblade uh in between then and try to knock it out. I'm not very hopeful, but I'm going to try my best. Uh, you know what? I would get mad because I really want you to finish Xenoblade Three, but if you skip it and never go back to it for Persona Five Royal, I'm okay with that. I have no no qualms because, I'm, dude, you will. You are going to obsess over it. I promise you. It's got it the social aspect from Fire Emblem Three Houses. It's got that, but better. Um, the character relationships and development that you see, like in the Zeno series, where they're pick insert game here they all kind of build on the same way just your attachment to the characters it's that but better um the combat is physical and magic fueled turn-based so it's got some old school final fantasy touches to it that are also extended and upgraded like i'm I'm just telling you then the the voice acting is phenomenal it's got bryce habercorn and jeremy lee in it so oh stop stop I know, right? Correct. Explosion. Explosion. Michael Bay over here. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm 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 dead serious, man. Like I I'm never going to rank a game before I finish it, but there's no way it's not like number 1 or number 2. Mm. <laughs> you, you feel so dirty, don't doesn't I it? I do, man, especially since I haven't even finished it yet, but at the pace it's going now, dude, just with all of the different elements and aspects that it brings to the table and it might it might it it, it might take over it, it, has it might it has the potential yeah it has it's gonna be number two or three at the very lowest but it 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 could it could dethrone everybody up to this point wow well i'm going to be very excited about bringing you back on and having a discussion about persona 5 royal whenever i uh, get to it sir Yes, indeed. All right. So let's jump into the Game Awards. The uh, The Game Awards show uh, aired uh, sometime last week. I want to say, what was it, like Thursday or Friday? It was, it was four, like four days ago, whatever that is. I'm not doing math. I'm from Mississippi. We fucking suck at it, okay? So four we days can't ago. count backwards. <laughs> right? <laughs> the Game Awards show... So we're going to start off with the uh, the winners of the awards first, and then we will jump into the reveals, announcements, all that bullshit uh, after that. So I'm just going to go through this list. This is going to be pretty pretty quick. Um, we'll just we'll talk about some of these the the victors, as they say, uh, when I read these off. So game of the year, which I was kind of surprised. I thought God of War Ragnarok was going to win game of the year, but. Um, my heart was made happy. Elden Ring is game of the year, and I couldn't be fucking happier because that game 100% fucking deserves that title. You know, it, it, it's kind of crazy because I've said it before on, on the podcast where I'm playing Forbidden West right now. Forbidden West came out a week before Elden Ring, and Elden Ring ends up winning game of the year. I, I'm not saying Forbidden West is a better game, than Elden Ring, but Forbidden West is a better open world than Elden Ring. Because there you you have so much shit to do in Forbidden West that it doesn't feel monotonous. Whereas Elden Ring, there are the the one knock you can make against it is a lot of the dungeons copy and paste throughout. So that that's like the only negative that I have against uh Elden Ring at this point. So 
As far as what is the better open world, I would lean towards uh, Forbidden West. And obviously, story-wise, Forbidden West is easier to to understand. So you probably give it the knock there. But in terms of just everything put together, you know, the the thing with Elden Ring is it was a cultural phenomenon. Like people that don't play Dark Souls, anything like that, were playing this game. I was texting other buddies, hey, did you fucking go to this place? Hey, did you do this side quest? And it was something that I hadn't experienced in a very long time. So to me, I, I don't know if people... Like, let's say you, Chris, you play Elden Ring in a couple of months. You're not going to because, well, one, it's... No, no, it's, it's a PS4 game. But I know you, you're not going to play it. <laughs> right? Okay. I'll play it when you play Xenoblade 3. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> Takes me in like a week. I beat it. Fuck, now I got to buy a PlayStation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Elden Ring, I, I think, like, if you played it in two months, it's not going to hit nearly as hard for you as it did for me when I played it the week that it came out. Because you were in real time with everyone else. Exactly. All right, fair enough. So I'm not sure if that that aspect of it elevates that game significantly more for me, but that is an experience that I will never, never be able to replicate again. But I fucking love that game so much. It's in my top 10. Forbidden West is going to end up being in my top 10. It may even be in my top five. I don't really know at this point. But I think Elden Ring definitely deserves a game of the year. Were you surprised? I mean, we talked about it like three weeks ago. We kind of agreed at the time that Elden Ring was probably the consensus winner. I, I was worried because God of War got a lot of hype and it had just come out. And I was thinking yeah. maybe... With the performances and whatnot, they would they would push it over the edge. So I, I was I was a little cautious. Recency bias is a a really negative thing with award shows to me. Like I I'm not trying to take away anything from God of War. I've watched a lot of the clips and I've watched a lot of the gameplay. It looks phenomenal. It really does. But I mean, everybody's submitting these opinions and votes. That's probably the most recent game they've played. Exactly. You know, so, I mean, again, I'm not taking anything away from it. I just think that there, there should be like a, a backdated cutoff for anything that can be nominated and discussed. And then God of War could have been rolled into next year because every single year you see this. There's there's one game that wins five or six different ones that came out eight months before the awards show because it was that good. And then there's another game that wins five or six different ones that came out a month or three weeks or two weeks before the awards show because it's the last thing everybody saw before they voted for it. I absolutely agree. Because this was the Elden Ring God of War Ragnarok Awards. Like, that's basically what they should have titled this. This. this I game. mean, yeah. It, yeah. Pretty much. One, two, three. And it, it, it caused a few snubs, in my opinion. I mean, Game of the Year, no. We, we both already talked about that. Elden Ring deservedly won it, and probably handily. I, I don't know what the actual percentage was, but it, it, it got what it deserved. But we'll talk about a couple more down the road that I just think were snubbed because of bias. I gotcha. Uh, so next up, we have Best Game Direction, which also went to Elden Ring. Um, best Narrative went to God of War Ragnarok, which I don't know what other mo- what other games that they went up against. Hold on, let me see if I can... Uh, I got the list here. It was A Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, Forbidden West, and Immortality. 
I kind of don't know how Zeno wasn't nominated for that category. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of surprised I mean, it's an, it would it would make it's a narrative driven game. Yeah. Huh. That 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 is a little bit of a snub right there. I I will admit. Well, um, I mean, Zeno wasn't even a nomination, so I'm not saying it got snubbed. I'm just saying I, I if you're going to put it in the game of the year category, which I do still think it deserved to be in at least in the discussion, even if it didn't win, I, narrative is the one category that it wasn't nominated for that I feel like it should have been. No, I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. <laughs> uh, so yeah, God of War Ragnarok won that. Uh, best art direction w- w- went to Elden Ring. Um, hmm. In terms of art design, I'm not like as much as I love Elden Ring. I don't know if uh, I don't know if they should have won that game or won that award. I, I think I probably would have leaned more towards like Ragnarok or even Forbidden West with that. Uh, Xenoblade looked great, even with its uh, art design and whatnot. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Elden Ring should have won that. But Scorn was also in that category. I uh, I haven't looked at anything with Scorn. Uh, some people loved it. Some people hated it. I didn't, I didn't know anything. I didn't know what to to make of it. Hedger Tales, you know. Yeah, no, I was kind of just throwing that out there to get your opinion because I know very little about it. I mean, I've seen some of the artwork and it looks, God, it looks good. But I don't about the game itself. I have no idea. Yeah, I want to say everybody praises the artwork of that, but it was like gameplay. Some people really liked it. Some people mm. did. Uh, Interesting. Best score went to God of War Ragnarok. I, look, I haven't played God of War Ragnarok. I'm, I'm just going. I'm just going to say this out loud, okay? Typically, from software games, have the best scores of any video game. I'm just going to say that out loud, okay? Souls games, Bloodborne. Those fucking scores are magnificent. Magnificent. So, well, I'm going to die alone on this hill, man. This is the snub category for Zeno 3. Yes, I, uh, that, that, that theme song for Xenoblade is fucking great. Well, dude, the, the overall score in the third game is even an upgrade to the score in the second game. And all we did when we did that deep dive was praise the score for six consecutive hours. Like, and, I, I actually, I knew I had a strong opinion about this, and I didn't want to be the biased guy, so I took every game in this category and just hit YouTube and started listening to music. And yeah, some of them are cool. God of War had some good ones. Elden Ring had some awesome ones. Metal Hellsinger had some really cool ones, I'm not going to lie. But that was a snub. That, if Xenoblade was going to win anything, that's what it should have won. And it, don't get me wrong, it was nominated, so I was happy with that as a defender of Nintendo and Monolith in general. But snubbed yeah I, I i will agree that if if you compare like elden ring to other from software games the score is not as good it's not as memorable or anything like that so i mean I, I just wouldn't have given it to god of war ragnarok i haven't played the game i haven't listened to it but xenoblade was really good and El, uh forbidden west wait no elden ring that's what i mean elden ring and xenoblade were pretty damn good. So, I mean, I probably would lean more towards uh, Xenoblade winning it. As well, sir. It, it, it's more memorable. Like, I have the tune in my head, whereas Elden Ring doesn't really have that. Right, okay. Fair enough. I'm with you. Uh, best audio design went to God of War Ragnarok. Uh, best performance, which... I mean, was this really even a competition? I don't know. I don't remember who, who was all nominated for this, but I feel like everybody had the consistent... This was the consensus favorite 
to win this award was Chris Judge, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I mean, not much you could do about that one. Yeah, like, I, I was even thinking about Aloy, but even that performance isn't, like, it's good, but I wouldn't say it's, like, award-winning or anything like that. So, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. And Atreus was actually also nominated. God of War had two in there. Oh, damn. See, yep. there goes, that, there goes that, that bias, sir. Best ongoing game went to Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, best indie game went to the game Stray, which I think I looked at some of the indie games on there, and I was like, eh. I mean, I mean personally, I would have went with Shredder's Revenge, but it is what it is, because Shredder's Revenge was a fucking fantastic game. Fantastic game. That was an interesting lineup of not final nominations to me. Uh, Stray, Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Tunic, and Sifu. Honestly, you could have told me that any of those five won, and it wouldn't have surprised me. But if if you told me that I, regardless of console and regardless of time allowed to do it, I was going to spend the next ten hours playing one of them, I would probably pick Stray first, just because it looks so interesting. Oh, I'm the exact opposite. We also hate cats, so there's that. <laughs> I was, dude, I was super pumped about Cult of the Lamb, and then I just talked to a few people that played it, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, all right, it's okay." Yeah. And then we, well, you you praise Neon White a lot, and I do want to go back and play that because it looked really cool. But I don't know, man. Stray just looked intriguing to me. I just want to know what it's about. Out of, I haven't played Tunic yet. I really want to play that game. Um, Cult of the Lamb, I haven't played yet. Shredder's Revenge was great. Between Shredder's Revenge and Neon White, I would play Shredder's Revenge first. A Neon White is a really great game. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. now, I'm biased. I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan. And I'm a huge fan of that arcade style of video game. So, right. that disclaimer out there. So, I would <laughs> put that game over that one. But, um, yeah, I don't really have any interest in playing Stray, unfortunately. This is personal preference. For everybody out yeah, there. Yeah, uh, heard that. Uh, best action game went to Bayonetta 3. Best fighting game went to Multiverses. Now, this Literally is... Literally never heard of that. That is the uh, the Warner Brothers game. The one like the DC characters, Scooby and Shaggy and all them. Mm-hmm. The only reason I included this in here was so people... I guess realize that multiverses is a good game. <laughs> that was the only reason I included it uh, on this list that I'm reading out to y'all. Or bring it into existence. Yes. Yes. Uh, best RPG goes to Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go with that. I'd go, I'm good with that. Uh, best action adventure goes to Ragnarok. Best family game goes to Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Didn't Which play is it. A- is apparently very awesome. I've I've heard great things about it. I've never been a huge Kirby fan unless I'm playing um, uh, Super Smash Brothers because Kirby is fucking dope in that game. But mm-hmm. yeah, show is uh, the best adaptation of a like video game goes to Arcane on the uh, on Netflix. I thought that show came out last year, but I guess I'm wrong on that. Honestly, I don't remember. I mean, it was been a while since I watched it, but it's also been a very long ass year. So 
it, it could have very well been like February or March. Who knows? And then the most anticipated game award, apparently they have an award for this, goes to Legend of Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Was that surprising to you? No. No, it wasn't. It was very surprising to me. Really? Like, I, I it think was. maybe um, Final Fantasy 16? I wouldn't have even thought that. My, my, Not for me personally, but just from following various people in the gaming world and the gaming industry, I would have bet a thousand dollars that the most anticipated game would have gone to hogwarts legacy oh yeah yeah see i think the uh the issue now, with that in some of the uh the behind the scenes stuff that doesn't really pertain to uh this particular game with the author and whatnot i think that is holding it back a little could be yep you're probably right you know what i'm talking about right yeah oh, yep yep yep, okay. yep. For those out there, we're not we're not going to discuss it on the podcast. Uh, not not going to definitely not going to get into that. Y'all can go look that shit up. Go go look at Hogwarts Legacy controversy. Google it. Whatever. All right, sir. Touche. Let's jump into the announcements. I have a bunch. There's a few that I want to talk a lot about. Just a couple. There's a few of these that I just want to mention. Uh, so we'll just kind of go back and forth. Uh, I'll let you go first. And it doesn't have to be in any order. Just just throw one out there. All right. Let me change list. Here we go. Um, I'm just going to start in the order that I saw it in with the particular videos that I watched. Death Stranding 2 looked absolutely amazing to me. Uh, Tyler's talked about Death Stranding a lot. And I kind of was always intrigued by it in concept alone. But the visuals from the gameplay I watched in the first game, like they looked pretty cool, but they just didn't really catch me. But I was completely enamored and captivated by this entire preview of the second game. Uh, they they laid a solid, dark story foundation in about 15 seconds, and then just reeled you in, and then they brought in mechs and shit, and I was just there for it, man. It looks cool as hell. I I didn't watch it. I yeah, was check check it out. Yeah, I didn't want I didn't want to play the first game cuz I don't <coughs> like walking simulators. Um and it didn't look all that fun to me. So when this got revealed I was like, "Oh, that's cool." You know, for everybody else out there that loved Death Stranding, not for me. But I mean, if you say I should check it out, then I'll I'll uh, give it a watch. I mean, Oh yeah, even if you never plan on playing either one of them, man, like just check the trailer out at some point cuz it, it It'll catch your eye, if nothing else. I've done a lot worse with two minutes in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> two minutes. You're setting the bar pretty high there, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, obviously, this isn't one of the big hitters in the presentation, but it's something that uh, that is coming out soon, and I want to fucking talk about it because I am fucking hyped as fuck about it. Mm. Fire Emblem okay. Engage D. Oh. Yeah. All right, we just going for it. Sure, We're going for it, man. We just going for it. Get in there. The uh, uh, the game looks so damn colorful. There are so uh-huh. many vibrant colors, and I love that contrast of art style between this and Three Houses. The uh, expansion pass got announced. Uh, you're going to get like emblem characters, accessories, maps, that kind of shit. Wave one supposedly releases in January, I think. Or is it just quarter one? I'm not entirely sure. 
Uh, you're going to get Aogard, Dimitri, Claude. Uh, you get the emblem character Tiki as well. Uh, there's going to be four waves in total. So two things are one, there is a small little preview of the game on IGN.com that you can go read. It doesn't tell you anything really juicy other than that this could be one of the best Fire Emblem games if it's like that one chapter that he played. So there's that to, you know, pump up your hype. Ruffle my feathers a bit. Ruffle your feathers a little bit. Just give you a little cock tease. Hmm. My thing is, and I kind of blanked out for a second here. I don't know entirely sure where I was going with that. <laughs> but uh let yeah i don't know what do, what do you think about the dlc sir uh i mean i think it's cool that you get claude and those other bums um oh, oh <laughs> we, we went there did we yeah i'm just going for it man no you i'm just kidding up, you woke up and chose violence yes yes it did um no man i, I mean i was super stoked to play engage before the dsc even got announced you know like i I didn't know if it it was at all going to pertain to the other stories in any remote fashion because i have purposefully learned very little about it but even if it doesn't in story it's cool that you just get the you know you get to rehash some of the characters from three houses to kind of bring it back a little bit um i mean i'm i'm getting the full package anyway i mean that's just kind of a take my money situation so it's it's DLC, but it's kind of just like a bonus with an asterisk for me at this point. Because, I mean, whatever they release, I'm I'm gonna get. I'm so ready for that special edition. Mm. So ready for mm-hmm. it. Right next to my my three houses special edition. Yes, I'm gonna be so ready. Dude, I almost started a Fire Emblem run last year right before they announced Engage. I'm so glad I did. Because oh. I would have spent like 70 hours beating it again, and then the new one would have came out. So right out to that. <laughs> It's <laughs> 70 hours. I got nothing left. So fucking raw. It's been a week. <laughs> yeah, I I am super fucking excited for Fire Emblem. It's probably I mean, obviously it comes up next. So, it is my most hyped game, most anticipated game that's coming out soon. So, I'm uh, I'm fucking ready for it. My body is ready for it. Uh I hear the combat is is great. You're you're having these uh these emblems that you can attach to your team or whatever, the like additional characters that give you like boost to your stats and whatnot, which uh, it's going to be fucking dope. So if, it, if it's anything that I, when I'm thinking in my head, you know, mixing and matching a little bit, it's going right. to create some great uh, team there. Now, the other thing that I'm kind of curious about is what are we doing in the off time? Are we going back to three houses kind of thing? Cause I've never played any other kind of fire Emblem game. So this is just me going off of anything that happened in three houses. So, so oh, go ahead. No, you finish. No, I was just gonna say. So, so Fire Emblem had its own following before three houses, right? But three houses took that following and amplified it times however much it took to get it to where it is now. I mean, that was. It's not that it was the breakout game of the series because, like I said, it was established. And that's why they had the money and the resources and the time to invest into developing Three Houses. But it got so much better with the release of Three Houses that they have to... I'm not going to say they have to copy the model because you want to be different. You want to introduce something new. But it, it's it's going to be 
similarly faceted, I believe. I mean, I, I feel like it has to be given the success that Three Houses had. I would hope so. Uh, so what you got for next, sir? Uh, all right, next for me is probably Hades 2. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, dude, I'm ready for that shit. I loved Hades. It was weird because I played Hades for like two weeks straight. I kind of got bored with Hades. And then I stopped playing it, and then I went back to it like a month later, and then I played it for another month straight and beat multiple runs and realized how good the game actually was when you kind of figured out what you were doing. But the second one looks like the inverse of that. Uh looks like you're, instead of trying to escape, you are trying to descend into Hades to claim revenge. So I'm sh- the gameplay is obviously going to be very similar, probably with new text that you can upgrade your runs and all that i'm sure they're gonna have some new things but uh, essentially it just looks like a visually upgraded hades sequel which i think is kind of just all they were going for and i'm there for it regardless looked awesome the animations look legitimate i 100 couldn't say it better myself i i think they do need to make an animated series with that that uh art style at the very beginning mm-hmm. of that they need to make a uh they need to make a anime series with that because that looked fucking dope it looked awesome. Uh, let's see here. Next, and I just want to mention this just for because it was one of the huge announcements. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. It's a From Software game. Comes out next year. Uh, huge, huge following for this game. Uh, it's a mech game. I I mean, I'll look at it, obviously, and kind of... I'm not, I'm not super interested in playing it, even as a From Software fan. I'm not into to mech games all that much, but um, I'm definitely gonna follow it. I'm 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 intrigued by it. I, I don't know. It looked cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I just I need to I need to see more in terms right. of like gameplay and whatnot. Let's see here. What, what else you got, sir? Uh, next, I'm gonna go with Judas. Yeah. Um, I will begin by saying I know absolutely nothing about the story or the plot of this game. Literally, all I know is that it is from the creator of Bioshock, and all I have wanted since I finished Bioshock is more Bioshock, and this looked exactly like it, and looks like it plays almost exactly like it, so I'm there for it 100%. I've I've never played Bioshock, but I've seen, obviously, I've seen gameplay of it. Mm Mm-hmm. This looks like Bioshock. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. Oh. My limited experience with it, it looks, it looks just like it. But it looks pretty Man. cool. I, I, I need to see more. But I'm, uh, I'm definitely int- intrigued and interested in uh, playing this game. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent. That's a, that's a day one situation for Chris. Day numero uno. All right. Next up for me is going to be Suicide Squad Kill. <clears throat> Uh, it comes out May 26, 2023. Dope, funny trailer. I every time I see a trailer for this game, it pumps up my hype, and then I kind of just settle down because it will go months without ever hearing anything from it, and it just kind of goes up and down in waves like that. But everything that I've seen from it, in terms of the uh, the tone of the game, looks so fucking good. I am so ready to. I, I'm like legitimately. This might be a day one purchase for me. But the thing with this trailer that it released or that it revealed was Batman shows up and it's Kevin Conroy doing the voiceover for Batman in his final performance, uh, I'm assuming. So fucking dope, dope, dope. 
And when he shows his face, they say, oh, Batman doesn't kill anybody. And then it shows him throwing somebody that's dead. <laughs> yes, straight Merc. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. I'm assuming they're going just the entire, I don't know. I don't know, like the I don't remember the uh, like the story and whatnot, but I, I do know that the Justice League goes evil. So I thought that maybe Batman would typically when the the Justice League goes evil, Batman's the one that does not go evil. But apparently, uh, he's one of them too. I don't know. Probably wouldn't have been a fan of the idea if you pitched it to me. But after watching the trailer, I'm like, oh yeah, kill him. Like <laughs> you, that's cool, bro. You got it. We'll forgive you later. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, I'm uh, definitely interested in, in playing that game. Uh, yeah, that looked awesome. Uh, let's see. Next for me is probably going to be Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I've never played that series, but my God, am I fascinated by it? I've just never been in a position to play that the you know that sequence of games. But it just every time I see gameplay or story of any of them, it just looks like the story just gets better and deeper. And this one looked amazing yes. i mean it yes. god it just looked so good i haven't had a chance to play fallen order yet uh i've been wanting to it's just it's <laughs> somewhere deep down in my backlog <laughs> like it's not really a priority mm. but i may have to make this a priority before uh march 17th which dude if you think about it the first half of the year next year is yeah stacked <laughs> swamped stacked we got we got legend of zelda we got fire emblem we got uh this game uh i'm trying to think of some of the other games that are top of my head oh fuck i'm blanking out but there's a bunch there's a bunch of games okay just trust me on this guys <laughs> there's a bunch <laughs> of games coming out in the first half of next year uh final fantasy which comes out in june so so many games and this game looks really good i may have to play fallen order before then uh, the the moment that caught my eye was the the second that he whipped out two lightsabers and dual wield. I was like, "Yep, oh, um, okay, yep, yep, yep. We're here now. Yep, that's what I thought too. I was like, so that's where we're, that's where we progress to. I love it. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely intrigued intrigued by that. Uh, next up for me, I'm going to I want to talk about just briefly Diablo four, because they didn't really release any kind of gameplay, but we did get a uh, announcement for the release date, which is June 6th. So there's another game that comes out in the first half of next year. Uh, pretty dope trailer. Uh, everything that I'm like kind of reading about this game is it's going to be fucking amazing. And I can't wait to play this game. Can't wait. Next up for you, sir. Sorry, I cut out for a second. I, I stopped hearing you, and then I heard you again. Oh, my bad, man. I don't know what happened with my thing. You may have to edit that. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, let's see. Probably wouldn't have to edit if you just you just keep going, sir. Don't, okay, well, that's my fault again. <laughs> don't make it. Don't weird. make it weird. <laughs> uh, all right. In that case, next up for Chris is going to be Remnant Two. Um, all I know about this game is that the trailer looked awesome. I know nothing about the story. I know nothing about the first game, but I know it looked like a, like a horror RPG type of thing where you're kind of going through what I'm assuming is like either, either a psychological landscape or the actual underworld. I don't really know, but the enemies were 
very well articulated, very well animated, and the combat looked intriguing. It looked like something that I wouldn't know anything about, but I would still invest money into playing out of curiosity. That's fair. I, I didn't even watch the trailer, so I, I need to go uh, go look that up. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Like I said, I, nothing about it. Could be absolutely terrible, but it, it caught my attention. Uh, next up for me is going to be the uh, Burning Shores DLC for Forbidden West. The game I can't fucking finish is coming out with DLC. Sweet <laughs> I'm never going to finish this game. It comes out April 19th, 2023. It's a PS5 exclusive DLC, which is kind of cool. My thing is, uh, Aloy is riding on the back of a Sunwing machine. Um, Look, I haven't finished the game, so this could be something I just haven't experienced yet. Can I fucking fly now? That is going to be so fucking dope if that happens. (laughs) This is like when they gave us a motorcycle in Breath of the Wild. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> game changer. But it looks like we're going to be a lava biome, which we, I mean, I haven't experienced any of that in Forbidden West yet, so I'm assuming that's something brand new. And the squid-like machine that pops up at the end of that trailer, huh, huh, that looks terrifying because that thing is fucking ginormous. Shout out. I was straight up cracking. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, cracking. That's that's what I meant to say. <laughs> Straight up cracking. But yeah, uh, I'm, right. I'm never gonna finish the game, sir. Never gonna finish it. Oh, you'll get there eventually, man. It might just be. It might be next year's Game of the Year Award podcast that we do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this next one's not exactly for me, but I feel like I need to discuss it because of the following that this series has. But they are releasing a Bayonetta origin story. And, again, I've played the first two of those, and they were all right. It, it was just kind of like a run-through, shoot-em-up, stack-your-score kind of gameplay, but the story was funny. Like, it, it was enough to entertain me, but for whatever reason, the actual following behind that series is massive. So I have to imagine that this origin story is a big deal, because, I, I mean, I like an origin story myself. But, yeah, that's going to get a lot of attention when it drops. Absolutely. The next one for me, and this is going to probably be something that, I don't know. I looked, I, when I heard about who was developing this game, I was like, ooh, I don't know, man. I didn't, I, I liked the game, didn't even finish it, but I, I liked what I had. of it. it just pissed me off a lot. But I know you and Tyler fucking loved this game. Celeste, the developers of Celeste is, they're coming out with a new game called Earthblade. It's a 2D explore action platformer. Oh, this yeah, game. yeah, okay, my bad, this I'm with you now. looks more like my, my style. Like, it looks more like a traditional platformer where I'm not fucking being shot up in multiple <laughs> different directions and having to do timed button pushes and, God, I'm having PTSD. Oh, <laughs> uh, Celeste was so good, man. I had no idea that this was the same people. I yep. saw the preview for this game, and I was like, that looks pretty good, actually. That looks intriguing. No idea it was the Celeste crew. That makes it twice as good. Yep. Uh, the only thing is, it, it looks like they showed us a lot of the map. Because they spent like, almost a majority of the uh, the trailers showing us the map. But the game doesn't come out until 2024? Like, Jesus, how big is this game going to be? Like, it yeah. looks really good, just what it is now. 
Uh, yeah, honestly, though, if you took, you could segment parts of the Celeste map, though, and make a pretty long pre, because you cover a lot of ground for a 2D side-scroller like that. You really do. Because it's, you know, it's compartmentalized. Like, you go, it's not really room to room, but it is kind of screen to screen. And you you spend so much time just trying to navigate through one individual sequence in Celeste that you probably go through 20 or 30 rooms before you even realize it's over. So, I mean, I, I could see that. They're pre- it's, it is probably big, but it's probably not as big as you're thinking. Shut out. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, it makes me so sad. I right, still say it. What's up for you, sir? Um, as far as something that I am just super, super excited about, I'm kind of down to the big one, man. So do you want to save him for last, or do you want to just knock a couple more out before we get into that guy? Yeah, I have uh, five more. We might have looked at two very different lists. I, I sent you the link. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes before we recorded. Five minutes before we recorded. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I, I, I'm I'm kind of intrigued by this one too. That's cool. Uh, I actually played a little bit of the first game, and it's called in quotes the original Souls like it was the Lord of the Fallen, mm-hmm. and I I wasn't very good at it, and I was also busy doing other stuff in life, so I never finished it or beat it. But I got pretty far into it. But the sequel, Lords of the Fallen, looks pretty awesome. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, it's. It's like eight years worth of upgraded artwork, so that definitely helps. And I'm sure with it being a Souls like the combat's not that much different. But man, it uh definitely got my attention. I was there for it. It looks like a horror Lord of the Rings Dark Souls mix, and <laughs> I can't get more wrecked for that because that yeah. is right up my wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> when I was watching it, I was like, That's a that's a Matt game. I don't even know if I should talk about that, but I, I have it on here. I was, I was going. It was a uh, two. That it was the second one that I was going to mention after this. Uh, but yeah, Lord, the Lords of the Fallen looks very great. Uh, it's a thousand years after the original game, and then, like I said, horror, Lord of the Rings, Dark Souls, this clusterfuck of beauty mixed together. And I am one hundred percent playing this day one. One hundred percent. The uh, next one that I want to talk about is Hellboy Web of Weird. I guess that's how you say that. It's a roguelike action adventure with an original story. The artwork is really what caught my eye, and it looks fucking dope. Uh, that's really all I know about it. So I just wanted to mention that, put that in everybody's ear holes. Yeah, that, they had me at Hellboy, so I was there to watch it and find out about it. And then the artwork got me too. You're right, it was interesting. Tapped. Very downplayed, but in a good way. Like they, uh, they, they should be doing more with that franchise in terms of games and movies. Mm-hmm. Or anime. No, I agree. I agree completely. Those movies are very underrated. Of course, we're also apparently the only two Avatar fans in the world. So that's, that's true. That's true. But I stand by the fact that Hellboy Two is one of the most underrated comic book movies of all time, bar none. Okay, touche. It, it might be the most uh, underrated. Uh, yes, I agree. Let's see. I'm going to roll these two together because I'm not excited about either one of them, but I want to point them out because I cannot believe that they're still making these fucking games. Uh, Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even write them. 
Yeah, no, guys, those apparently still exist. And when I saw the titles, I had to watch the video. Woe is me. And they look horrible. I mean, I, Wait, I just... Street Fighter 6? Huh? I, I, I want to say I saw Street Fighter 6 gameplay not too long ago, and that game looked fucking amazing. Okay, so when the preview started for Street Fighter 6, you're apparently in a dance-off. Oh, oh God. <laughs> yeah, and then you're in a cook-off. And I don't know, it just seems like they're adding all this shit where you have to add street cred to book your next fight and all that. It's just getting dumb, man. It, it looked awful to me. Tekken 8 looked better of the two just because of the animations and it's more Mortal Kombat-ish and it's the brutality of the fighting itself. But I don't know. There's only so much you can do with PvP fighting games and I just think they're outplayed at this point. I'm in no way excited about it and I can't believe that that's franchises are still making enough money to keep pumping them out like you know i i don't lost a little faith in humanity when i watched it i'm not gonna lie <laughs> damn i haven't heard you shit on a game like that in a long time <laughs> i'm a mortal Kombat fan or i was when i played fighting games so those those two always probably caught more shit from me than they should but then i watched the preview and yeah it's it's justifiable shit they're catching now so I just want to mention this, uh, Forspoken, which is coming out uh, next month, I believe. Uh, they have a demo available. Uh, I, I don't know if it's on Xbox as well, but I think it's on PlayStation. Uh, but it is available now, and apparently the combat is really fucking good. Apparently the trailers are not doing the game justice. They're showing like a bunch of stupid shit. And from what I've seen, or from what I've read, people are saying, you know, if they would just cut out some of this shit in the trailers and just show the combat... Uh, this game could be really fucking good. So I'm going to check it out. Hopefully I can uh, talk about that on next week's podcast. Yeah, I'm curious to hear more about that, man. I, I follow uh, just a rant, one of the random JRPG pages that I follow on Zuckerberg.com. And um, that's like all they talk about is Forspoken. So again, I know nothing about it, but it's it's got some hype. All right, I got two more, sir, before the uh, the big, the creme de la creme. Oh, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So you just rattle them off, and then we'll talk about the finale. All right, the next game is Banisher's Ghost of New Eden. It looks very interesting. Like, I definitely need to see more of this game. Graphically, it kind of looks like Neo 2. Uh, it looks a little bit more fluid with some of the, uh, with the action, like the jumping and whatnot. So... I don't know. Like, it's definitely something that I mean. Like, it seems like he sucks the souls out of other things. I don't know. It was. I'm uh definitely, definitely looking forward to some more gameplay and or content of this game. And then the last one that I have is Dead Cells: Return to Castlevania, the new DLC coming out in quarter one of next year. It's adding new enemies, three new bosses, 14 weapons, two new biomes, a new storyline, 20 outfits, along with 50 original and reimagined Castlevania music musical tracks. Uh, fuck yes. Yeah, hell yeah. No, that, that sounds like a lot. <laughs> One of the best roguelites of all time is getting a Castlevania DLC. Sign me the fuck up. Okay, sign me the fuck up. I'm about to go back into that game and put another fucking fifty hours of that game. Guaranteed. You think they'll finally just release a like like a um 
all for one with that when they released this DLC? Because this is what the third DLC package for it. Like, are they ever going to combine it? Or am I just going to have to start from the top and spend 30, 30, 30 and 30 to play it all? Uh, I don't know. I, they, they only sell their DLC for like five, five bucks a piece. Oh, am I thinking about Dead Cells? Maybe not. Oh, you know what I was thinking about was Ori. The, the Ori games. Uh, yep. My bad. Does Ori, have, My bad. Uh, does Ori have DLC? No, no, no. They were two separate games. I, I took... I, I was wrong on two different things, and then I combined them for one terrible statement. So that's that's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm trying to look up some of the. But uh, I. So dead cells, I can just buy and then purchase the DLC for the same. That that that's the thing. Yeah. Because so I have always wanted to play it, but I just never had time. So there's a. I'm looking on the uh, eShop right now. Uh, DLC bundle for dead cells <laughs> is twelve bucks. So that's like, oh okay. Like three dollars off. Not too right. bad. Uh, the base game is like twenty or twenty five, something like that. Um, and then typically, like, let's see, DLC contains Rise of the Giant, The Bad Seed, Fatal Falls, and The Queen in the Sea. So the thing with uh, the people that make Dead Cells, they come out regularly with uh, sorry, fucking like almost choked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shut up. They, come out, they come out regularly with like paid DLC, but they also throw in free DLC throughout the year. So that's like the cool thing with them. You're not paying for every single bit that they give you, mm. uh, but some of the bigger updates they will charge you like five bucks for, which is it's not bad. I mean, you're not a bad price for what you're getting. I guess no, no. I mean, if you're out on the town or whatever that's like a cup of coffee if you want to stop and get one like five dollars i can i could do that yeah and you get some castlevania shit in there some castlevania characters fuck yes man sign me to fuck up all right the big the the creme de la creme final fantasy 16 release date announced june 22nd 2023 a uh, new trailer showing off Ifrit and the uh, summon battle system. Dude, this game looks fucking bonkers. Fucking bonkers. It does. It does. Bonkers is a good word for it. I, was, I have my... Go ahead. I, I, when I was watching it, I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? There, there's, so, there's so much shit going on in his. It looks fucking like, like Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones in... in in one aspect, then it looks like there's horror thrown in there as well, and there's some fucking there's Efrit, and it looks like there's some I don't I don't even fucking know like nightmarish looking shit, and then yeah. like action. I'm 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 flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, this game, it looks dark. Like the color scheme, obviously. And the trailer to support it looks like visibly dark, but just the 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 mindset behind the game looks like it's going to put you in a much darker place than Final Fantasy has up to this point. I mean, there's always like you're 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 always up against the world, you know, and you're always somebody's always trying to kill you, you know. I get it. You're always kind of fight or flight when you play a Final Fantasy game, but this one just looks straight doom and gloom, and I am there for it. Absolutely. Absolutely, I was not, I was not expecting the trailer to look like that. And if there, if there was anything that could hype me up more for that game, this fucking trailer did it. I, I didn't think I could get more hyped, but now I am. I've already pre-ordered uh, the game, 
It comes with a uh, with a steel book and whatnot. I think I have the uh, collector's edition pre-ordered. I'm not entirely sure because I want to say it's like thirty bucks more, and you get a fucking map and a steel book. And I was like, eh, seems a little excessive. Um, but typically I'll pre-order shit, and then when it gets closer to the time, I'll I'll make a decision on whether mm-hmm. I or not, and I'll just cancel the pre-order. Uh, that's typically what I do, so I don't miss out. Right. Yeah. Nope. With you. Makes sense. Uh, but but yeah, man, the the game looks fucking phenomenal. The best part about this is the game is finished. They're just working on the bugs and and fixing all the minor shit with it. So it's got it's got six months to to cook that baby. And I have a theory about that. Me? Yeah, I do. I think so. The Final Fantasy series twenty to twenty five years ago kind of launched cinematic gaming right like i mean as far as extended cutscenes and putting what even back when final fantasy 10 came out we thought were like movie clips because they were five or six minutes long we were like my god this is long for a video game but i love it uh i think they want to retain that crown and i'm pretty sure they were just waiting for god of war ragnarok to come out to see what they were up against so they would have time to make some last minute adjustments and tweaks if they needed to uh, fair. I mean, that seems plausible. I think that's 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 trying to look at it as objectively and simply as I possibly can. But what made Ragnarok Ragnarok apparently is the cinematics and the audio around it. And I just kind of think they wanted more time to play with if they didn't feel like theirs was up to that standard. I'm down with that, sir. Yeah. I mean, hey, I. I will wait till June if you make it the best game possible. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I want that to be a top ten game all time for me. Yeah, one hundred percent. And dude, just even watching the 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 Ifrit summon, like, how can it not? Like, my God, that just looked. Oh, it looks so cool. Yeah, dude. Like I was erect the entire time. Oh, and then he's like Ifrit. I'm like. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> this seems a little bit more involved than previous iterations where you just hit a button and it just pops up. <laughs> Yuna's like, come puppy, come to me. <laughs> yeah, dude. This I, dude's I, straight I, scorpion. Get over here. Get over here. I, I'm fucking hyped for it, man. Fucking hyped for it. And yeah, guys, that was the uh the biggest reveal of, of the day, it I, I would assume. Uh but lots of games, lots of games coming out that look great. Uh, a lot of games that I'm kind of iffy on. Uh, obviously, I, I won't be able to play them all. Well, Chris, you won't be able to play them all. But Probably not even half of them, unfortunately. Yeah. But the good thing is we have choices. Okay? We have choices <laughs> <laughs> to play. And that's that's all we need, man. That's all we need is a choice. That's all I ask for in life. All right. Let's close this episode out with our weekly recommendation. What do you uh, recommend to these uh, fine people, sir? Hmm. Um, I am going to... I had a really good one before we started recording, and then I blinked. So, cool. I'm actually just going to default then to what I've most recently been doing. I will recommend the time I got reincarnated as a slime. I revisited that show because I missed it, and... The rewatch value is phenomenal. And if you if you like anime, you'll love it. And it's an easy watch. It's just something to kind of 
press pause on everything else around you and kind of escape into for 20 or 30 minutes at a time. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I, I've definitely been wanting to, to watch that. Very, very upbeat. But it's, it, yeah, check out an episode or two every now and then. That, that's all. You'll see. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to wreck a movie that is, uh, that is Avatar. I, I recommend y'all go and revisit that movie. And again, I'm doing a, a movie review. And it's like 25 minutes of me just talking about this fucking movie and the importance of the movie and whatnot. And you can find that on Surfing the Stream. But I, I recommend going and revisiting that. It's on Disney Plus right now. So you don't even have to pay anything extra if you have that service. Look, the, the story is not as good. It's not that great. It's, it's done a thousand times. But graphically, you know, special effects and all that, it still looks so fucking good. So good. You you can't. It feels so real to me that world, and that's like the best part of the entire movie. I am one hundred percent going to see the sequel in theaters. It's just a matter of when, not if. Right. Uh, so, I I, t- I tell people, man, go, go check it out. Y'all y'all probably need to revisit that. It's been. I mean, it came out in two thousand nine, and don't let people kind of discourage you with their with their opinions out there saying, "Oh, it's a fucking shitty movie." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, in go, the Discord. Go- <laughs> right. <laughs> go go watch it again. Okay. Give yourself some time. Is it a long movie? Yes. Could it be shorter? Yes. But I, I think the things that they achieve in that movie is is not to t- be taken lightly. And I am I am very excited to go see the sequel. And I'm also very excited to go back to uh, Pandora in the Animal Kingdom when I have to go back to Disney World in March. Uh, nice. So- I'm uh yeah, I'm all I'm all in on Avatar right now. I'm I'm all in until they prove me otherwise. And I would say if you revisit that movie, try to remember when it was released. I think that's a very important thing to know when you're trying to appreciate it because it was just miles and miles ahead of its time. Way ahead of its time. Way. I and mean, it's still like I said, it still looks better than 90% of the Marvel and DC movies out there today. The mm-hmm. big budget blockbusters, that movie still looks better than those. And a little bit of the time it takes, it took uh, less budget for it as well. Because uh, I mentioned this in the podcast as well, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, it was more expensive and it looks like absolute dog shit compared to Avatar, which did it with less money and they did it in 2009. Oof. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I recommend going to revisit that, guys. And then make your, your your distinction, your decision on whether or not you're going to go see it in theaters or not. Fuck what James Cameron says in interviews <laughs> shit like that. Dude's a fucking asshole. Fuck him. Just go see the movie, though. Director and the writer. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, he, he's got a big dick. I mean, he's... Titanic was the number one grossing movie of all time. And then he beat his own movie with Avatar. So, I mean, he has reason to have a big dick, but, but goddamn, dude, like, you are so fucking cocky. It's not even fucking Yeah, you, you don't have to be an asshole. You can be confident and not be arrogant. There's two different things. Very, very different. Well, guys, that is going to be it from us. Y'all let us know in our Discord if you're a Patreon supporter or go to patreon.com slash two game. Join us there. Let us know in the Discord what uh what award winner was your favorite. Let us know what 
uh, your most anticipated game for next year. I'm assuming in the next few weeks, we are going to do one of those episodes where we kind of rum off our top 10 anticipated games for 2023 uh, as per the normal. So I'm interested. I'm excited to do that. Uh, the last Ronin, I'm still kind of working my way through issue number four, doing the recap and doing the notes for that. So that will come out in the next couple weeks. I, I don't want to make any promises like I always do, uh, but that will be coming out soon. So y'all stay tuned for that. Uh, Chris, thank you for joining me today, sir. Of course, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Guys, that is going to be it from us. We will catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters.